Welcome to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm Tori Mystic, here with my dogs, Lucy and Bert. Together, we're interviewing cool, creative women entrepreneurs in the pet industry. Do you dream of working alongside your dog? Then sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode to find the inspiration and resources that will help you grow your own dog-inspired business. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a solo episode of the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm your host, Tori Mystic, and today I am going to be talking to you about the latest information that I learned about CBD for your dog when I attended SuperZoo in August. Back in the early days of the podcast, I actually interviewed a woman named Erin Masto-Pietro of Dope Dog. They make CBD treats and different kind of products for dogs. You can find that interview on episode number 33 if you want to go back in the archives. But since then, I have learned so much about CBD and the industry seems to have advanced so much since then. So I thought I would do a refresher and share some of the info that I have learned recently. So today on this episode, I will talk about my personal history and experience using CBD for myself and my dogs, what I have learned talking to several CBD brands at SuperZoo, what you should look for in a CBD product for your dog, and some keywords you'll find on product labels. I hope this info will help you make informed decisions about how CBD could help your dog and help you choose the best brand that you can find. So I mentioned already a few times SuperZoo, and if you are not uh, deep into the pet industry like I am, then maybe you're not familiar with that, but SuperZoo is one of the largest pet trade shows in the world. It just happened in August 2019 in Las Vegas, and I was there with thousands of other people um, and several dozen probably other bloggers who were there as media to document what we were learning about the latest and greatest products um, on the floor. It was really exciting. So there were about 6,000 vendors there. I believe that's right. That sounds crazy, but uh, that's what I'm told. (laughs) And I heard someone tell me that they did a count on the floor and they saw 70 to 80 different brands selling some kind of CBD product. Um, That could have been CBD infused dog water or CBD infused treats or CBD oil or CBD salve. I mean, there was no limit to the things that you can imagine, um, supplements and all different kinds of stuff that had CBD in it. So with all those people there, I wanted to, you know, use that resource and talk to as many people as I could and find out, like, really the truth about CBD and what we need to know as dog moms. So just to give you, like, a little disclaimer, I am not a vet. I am not a doctor. I'm really not even an expert in CBD, but I am speaking to you as a concerned dog mom and as a consumer myself. Um, I am really interested in CBD because my one rescue dog, Bert, has epilepsy, and there's been a lot of studies that CBD can help um, people who suffer from epilepsy, and I think there might be some studies about dogs, but most of the work has been focused on people. 
So I'm really interested in that. And then just in general, CBD seems to be really, really beneficial for a lot of different health reasons. So I'm very curious to learn more, and I hope you are as well. This is going to be uh, a really, a really good episode. So just to kind of, um, if you if you want to do any more follow-up research, uh, the three brands that I spent the most time talking to at SuperZoo were Honest Paws. They make a CBD-infused peanut butter that I have some samples of right next to my desk. <laughs> I swear it's for the dogs, not me. <laughs> uh, and then I also talked to Hemp Meds for pets that are based in California and have a lot of different tinctures and oils and different products for pets. Um, they started in the human space. And then Animal Nutritional Products sells a product called Phytomax. Uh, and Animal Nutritional Products also started in um, the human medical field. So um, these these three companies kind of show, I think, a pretty good spectrum of the different products that are available for pets. So um, I was really excited to talk to them. Um, and in many cases, I was able to talk to the people who are um, the developers and, and creators of these products. So that was really, really cool. So as I mentioned, I have been learning about CBD for a couple of years, and I do firmly believe in the benefits of it. Um, the reason why I am always curious to learn more is because it's not, doesn't seem to really be a regulated substance. Um, and at least in Pennsylvania, the vets here won't really discuss it with patients. Um, I'm going to take Bert to a holistic vet next week, and I'm hoping that maybe he'll have some more information about CBD and other holistic remedies um, that we might be able to, you know, work in tandem with traditional medicine for Bert's epilepsy. Um, but so far, every vet that I've ever met with here in Pennsylvania will not even touch CBD with a 10-foot pole. So um, being able to talk to people who actually know about it, um, I think there are so many benefits. They just don't want to talk about it because it's not regulated, because it's not really approved for medical use in animals um, according to the law. Um, but there, there are still really great, um, trustworthy brands out there that you can use. So. Just to talk about some of the benefits of CBD. So it is a wonderful anti-inflammatory, which means it's great for joints, it's great for arthritis, and it's great for any pain associated with that. It can also help with skin issues. So Lucy, uh, you may have heard me talk about it, but she gets hot spots a lot in the summer because she's wet 99.9% .9 of the time. Uh, and then she goes and sits in the sun and it's just like the perfect storm. Um, so CBD can help with hot spots and different kind of skin issues. It also can help with allergies, anxiety. So if your dog has um, a phobia, a fireworks or thunderstorms or something like that, it also has been used to help dogs who are diagnosed with cancer uh, and just in general chronic pain or deteriorating quality of life. Uh, it can also help with fatty tumors. I was just researching this recently because I noticed some lipomas popping up on Lucy and I was Googling natural ways to reduce the size of lipomas and CBD came up. I was reading about it on my friend's blog, Fidos of Reality. She's a really great dog blog. Um, and so those are all the things that CBD can help with, not to mention seizures, as I um, said earlier. So uh, we have been experimenting with this for 
a couple of years, I actually started trying it myself before I even gave it to the dogs. I spent probably three months taking CBD myself. I would put it in my coffee or my smoothie or something like that in the morning. And I actually get a lot of bad joint pain in my wrists because I broke my wrist snowboarding when I was a teenager. And um, I don't think they ever healed right. And then I also spend so much time on my phone doing Instagram and typing on my computer. Um, so my wrists often hurt. Uh, and I found that when I take CBD on a regular basis, it really does help with that pain. Um, so, you know, when I saw the results in myself, I felt a lot better giving it to the dogs. Obviously, the dogs can't communicate things to me. They can't tell me if their joints hurt or if their elbow hurts or something like that. But in general, with large breed dogs like Labradors, um, and mine are both about seven and a half years old now, um, joint problems and inflammation in the joints is just a general kind of known issue. So I think that CBD is a really wonderful thing for them to just do as like a general supplement just to kind of like help them, help their bodies just like in general. So um, that is kind of like the reasoning behind why we use CBD products. So I'm not really quite at the stage where we're using it for seizure treatment. Like I said, I'm going to talk with this vet next week and see if that has a place in, um, in the care that I provide for Bert. I'm not really sure if it will or not. Um, CBD dosage for seizures is very different than CBD dosage just for regular supplemental health. Um, so that's something I've been learning about in some Facebook groups that I'm a part of for dogs with epilepsy and there just seems to be a lot to know and not really a whole lot of um, trustworthy experts on the subject. So that is something I'll, I'm still investigating. But I'm here to tell you what I do know now up to this point. <laughs> it's hard to find dog mom gear that fits in with the rest of your style. I love my dogs, but I really don't want paw prints on everything I own. The Wear Wag Repeat Shop is full of artist designed apparel, handmade accessories for you and your dog, and the very best gifts for dog obsessed fashionistas. Best-selling products from the Wear Wag Repeat Shop, like our Puppy Breath Candle, have been featured on blogs like Proud Dog Mom and The Daily Dog Tag. Your dog is already spoiled, so treat yourself! Get 15% off your first order when you visit shop.wearwagrepeat.com and use promo code PODCAST. That's shop.wearwagrepeat.com, promo code PODCAST. Okay, so let's talk about labels. So when you um, get a CBD product, whether it is a treat or an oil or a salve or God knows what you're buying for your dog that has CBD in it, there seems to be something for everything out there. Um, but there's going to be a few keywords that you're going to see on that label. It's definitely going to say something along the lines of full spectrum, broad spectrum, or isolate. Now, what do those things mean? In my opinion, full spectrum and broad spectrum sound like basically the same thing. So it's really very confusing. Um, so I did some research for you guys. And I'm going to tell you right now. Full spectrum 
basically means it's the whole plant. It contains everything from the cannabis plant, and that means CBD as well as flavonoids. Um, there's natural fatty acids that are found in hemp. There's terpenes, which are kind of like um, like the, the good parts of trees and stuff. It's really good for you. And then there are other cannabinoids in there, CBG, CBN, and then there's going to be trace amounts of THC. So the full spectrum of cannabinoids, terpenes, and essential oils, and everything else that is in the plant is what is going to be inside of a full spectrum oil or, um, you know, supplement or whatever people are calling it. Now, broad spectrum on the other hand, sounds very similar, so we just talked about full spectrum, but broad spectrum CBD products, they also contain an array of cannabinoids and terpenes, but they contain zero THC. So think of broad spectrum CBD as basically full spectrum, but without the THC. So in order to get it that way, manufacturers put their product through extra filtrations and refinement phases um, to further kind of isolate the CBD um, and isolate the THC separately and kind of remove as much THC as they can while still maintaining the natural cannabinoids, um, the fatty acids, the terpenes, and all that kind of stuff. So in general, it seems like broad spectrum is the best choice for most dogs. I have gotten really different information from people, but from what I can tell, THC um, is not really recommended for dogs um, because, you know, they just can't tell you what they're experiencing or how they're, how they're feeling. Um, so if something has less than 0.03% THC, uh, that would be considered a good product for a dog to use. So if it has more than 0.03%, that is something that is going to be um, could have the potential of being more hallucinogenic because of the THC in it. So once again, this is my understanding on this subject matter. It is super confusing and I'm trying to make as best sense of it as I can for you and also for me. Um, now the third word that you might see on some products is an isolate. So an isolate is something that is pure CBD or 99.5% plus pure CBD. Uh, one of the brands that I talked to, actually, Rob, uh, he's the founder of Animal Nutritional Products. They make that Phytomax I was telling you about. He said that you should kind of stay away from isolate products because that is not it's a process that is regulated in any way. And so the isolate might be too strong for your dog, and there's really not a whole lot of ways to know about that. So it can be kind of dangerous. I would stay away from isolates. Um, another thing that Rob told me about, I spent a long time at his booth talking about animal nutritional products, but um, he also told me that their product is one of very few, if not the only one, that includes capacin, I think that's how you say it, and black pepper. Now, if you have researched at all about how your body absorbs certain nutrients, and your dog's body as well, you might know that like certain things help you absorb other nutrients, like um, vitamin D helps you absorb calcium. I think that's how it works. <laughs> um, and so it's similar with CBD. Um, capacin or black pepper helps um, bind the CBD to the 
CRPV1 receptor in your dog's body, and that is a receptor that is known to influence pain perception. So this product, uh, I'm, I'm actually really excited to check it out and I would like to try it with the dogs because it does have the capacin and black pepper uh, in the oil along with the CBD and some kind of a carrier oil like MCT or something like that. Um, and those, those kind of ingredients all together are supposed to have much higher efficacy and um, have a significant reduction in pain, stress, uh, and he even mentioned seizures. So I am Really interested in checking out this Phytomax oil. Um, it seems like they've really put a lot of thought and research into how it works inside your dog's body rather than just jumping on this trend of CBD in everything. Another thing that you might want to look out for on the label is making sure that the product is USDA certified organic. That's because you don't want any pesticides in your CBD. You don't want any chemicals on the hemp plants that someone's growing and then turning into CBD oil for your pet. That is not going to be good for anybody. And then another thing you might want to look for is to see if your product was created in an FDA regulated facility. Most of the brands that I saw at SuperZoo are not. I would say 90% or more of them are not created in an FDA regulated facility. Um, the one brand that I did talk to, uh, once again, uh, Animal Nutritional Products, theirs is created in an FDA-regulated facility, and the way that you can tell that is because they have a supplement facts box on the label, a little square that has supplement facts. So it tells you exactly what ingredients um, and what you know percentage of the daily recommended value they're providing to your dog um, per the recommended dosage. Um, most products do not have this. Um, it, it looks just like the nutritional facts label that you would find on any kind of packaged food. And with a label like that, you can tell exactly what ingredients are in the oil that you're buying. Um, but in the pet industry, not everything needs to be made in an FDA regulated facility. That doesn't mean that some things aren't made in FDA facilities. Um, so this is just an example of one oil that is made in that way. And I think it's because this company has a history of working with human um, products, human health products, before they got into the animal space. Um, but that's just something that I think puts your brand above and beyond all the other competitors on the market. Um, you know, it's really interesting to see how many products are out there that um, don't have any kind of regulation and you're not really sure what is going in it at all. So be very cautious of the packaging for the products and make sure that it specifies if it's broad spectrum or full spectrum or isolate or whatever it is. Um, and then you're really lucky if it has some kind of a supplement facts box somewhere on the box or the bottle. Another thing that Rob told me about, I, I told you I spent a long time talking to him. <laughs> Rob also told me to keep an eye out for any kind of products that make extraordinary claims on their packaging. So if you see some kind of a CBD product that on the packaging it says it will help with cancer or it will help with anxiety or anything like that, it's actually illegal to claim something like that unless it is a proven fact. Um, and there's just not enough testing and not enough regulation in the CBD industry to say that any of those things are proven facts at this point. So if you see a product out there that is making extreme claims like that on the label, 
I would run far away from that. Another way that you can sort of find out what exactly is in your CBD product uh, and, and the quality of it is to ask for the third party analysis. Uh, when you do that, make sure that it matches up with the lot number of the product that you're buying. So it's there's kind of multiple steps involved here, but whatever product you're buying, I'm sure um, you know, you're gonna be looking at a website to do all of your research. So look and make sure that they do have some sort of third party analysis or third party testing available. You should be able, as the consumer, to view those reports and see exactly what you're buying. So another red flag, if a, if a company does not offer that third-party analysis, I would also run far away because you wouldn't want to put anything in your body or your pet's body if you don't know what it is and you don't know that it's tested really thoroughly. So um, Animal Nutritional Products, their website is anpvet.com. Um, this is not sponsored by them. I just spent a long time talking to them at SuperZoo. You can go to their website and find out. Um, they actually have right in the menu uh, an option about the third-party testing. You can also go over to Hemp Meds for Pets. Um, just do a little Google search for that. That's another company that I spent a long time talking to, and they do really thorough testing of their product as well. Um, and I really like them because they started out in the human space and then transitioned over into the pet space. I think they just launched their pet line at SuperZoo in August. So it is new, um, but that doesn't mean that they have a lack of research because they've been in the human space for a while. Um, and they do a lot of testing. You can you can learn more about it on their website. So um, I hope this was informational for you guys. It's a lot of info to take in. I'm still trying to make sense of it all for myself. Um, and I think kind of the moral of the story here is to really investigate, um, be your own advocate for what you're buying. Don't just buy anything that's marked CBD. And I would be very, very careful about any kind of baked treats that say that they have CBD in them because I have heard that in the baking process at high temperatures, a lot of the benefits of the CBD are lost. So I would stick to just the straight oil. I would also avoid any kind of flavored oils. I think in the pet space you'll see a lot of bacon or cheese flavored CBD oils and I would stay away from that because uh, you know my dogs will scarf down anything. I don't think that they need that extra flavor and it's probably going to be coming from some sort of chemical based flavoring. So I try to limit the amount of chemicals that I am putting into my dog's lives as much as I can. So I would avoid any kind of artificial flavoring like that. Um, but in general, once you've done all of this research and you found a product that you really believe in and you've looked at the tests and you've done, you know, a thorough research and, and maybe gotten some word-of-mouth recommendations. Um, once you've found a really great product, I do think that CBD is a wonderful thing to help any and all dogs. Um, one of the reasons why I kind of stayed away from it for a little while was because a lot of the marketing gears it towards dogs with anxiety or stress or severe pain or things like that. Cancer, you know, my dogs don't have any of those issues. My dogs are really very chill and very healthy, but I want to keep them that way. So CBD can really help with that. You don't necessarily have to treat a problem. You could use it as a preventative so that you don't have those problems occurring for your dog in the future.
So um, if you want to find out more about this, please head over to the show notes for this episode where, well, I repeat.com slash podcast, and this is episode 79. So if you're listening to this at a later date, just look for episode 79, and we will link up a lot of the different companies that I have been talking about so that you guys can do your own research. Um, And I hope that this was helpful. I hope my time in Las Vegas served you well by recording this episode. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Wear Wag Repeat podcast. You can fetch show notes at wearwagrepeat.com. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, we'll see you around the dog park.